It's a lot of fun. And yeah, if everyone can use them at some stage in the workout, they'll get a lot of bang for their buck. You're listening to the Fitness Industry Podcast, powered by Australian Fitness Network. For articles, resources, and inspiration to grow your fitness business and career, go to fitnessnetwork.com.au, where you can also find a huge range of online courses accredited for CECs and other professional development credits, with up to a massive 30% saving for members of Australian Fitness Network. And for face-to-face learning, network members also save on standard rates for Filex, the fitness industry convention. In this episode, strength and conditioning coach Matt Bolas, a.k.a. the Battle Ropes Guy, shares his innate passion for upskilling fellow fitness professionals and training NRL, AFL and A-League athletes and enlightens us on why battle rope work can be classified as functional training with the fitness industry podcast's Bell Thong. Okay, Matt, welcome to the fitness industry podcast. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. First, I want to ask you, what got you into the fitness industry? Awesome. Thanks, Bell. There's a number of things. I think it was from, funnily enough, the day that I was born. I was born into a Paramount Eels premiership, which has been a long time uh, between drinks. And I was told by my family, or they said at the time was, I'd either play for the Eels and help them win a premiership or be involved somehow coaching or training them. And that sort of led on the, the path that I'm on at the moment. Very passionate about sport and strength and conditioning. And when I went to pick a subject to study at university, it was always going to be something along that path. I was told that uh, well, the things that I like to do is, you know, incorporated with sport, also like helping people. So that's why I went and did sports science. And then I went along down that track. A lot of the internships I did whilst I was at uni were all sport-based. So I did some stuff with rugby league, funnily enough with the Paramount Eels, and also did some stuff with the Australian Institute of Sport. Got to have a look at a lot of the biomechanics and how they did that and did, uh, worked with the swimming crew at that time. And that sort of just fueled the fire as to sort of working within the industry. From that, I went into sort of injury rehab and sort of kept uh, along those lines. But because I was straight away from the sport I, I come back in and after working within fitness first for a little while the the opportunity come up to present for the Australian Institute of Fitness as a coach and then from that that sort of springboarded a lot of the stuff and um, you know laid a pa- pathway for me to to get more and back into the sport and back into what I'm really passionate about which is really cool. Cool that sounds great okay so you've worked with a bunch of different sporting teams can you tell me a little bit about that? Great, thank you. The, so predominantly at the moment, I'm a sport trainer with the GWS Giants. Taking a bit of a step back this year because of courses and, and Filex, but I've been working with them since Team GWS days. But yeah, but predominantly as a sport trainer, being part of the multidisciplinary team there, which has been unreal. I see them come from sort of under 16s to now playing in the AFL and doing really well has been, been unreal. Also teach a lot of rugby league players. I come through the Australian Institute of Fitness, so to, to deal with them. Some have finished their course. Some have a couple of assessments. We still need to get them there. One game in particular particular I actually thought of taking a sign out for one of the players to remind them to do an assessment to actually get across the line so but they've done really really well and it's great to see that they become sort of student athletes as well did a comment with the Western Sydney Wanderers a couple of years ago in their Asian Cup campaign with on a 20 squad and that was great it was the opportunity to come on for a few months or, or not at all and I, I took the opportunity with both hands and some of those boys are still playing uh, within leagues as well so that was that was great uh, keeps my roots you know grounded within in sport and it really complements the way that I teach at the Australian Institute of Fitness. Cool so how does the way you coach differ between say your work at the Institute and working for your company with Invicta Athletes? 
Great. So currently when I uh, coach or teach a lecture at the Australian Institute of Fitness, uh, we're teaching pretty much the, uh, the basics of exercise, people who have you know never even lifted a dumbbell and they want to become a personal trainer they're just passionate about it so you're teaching the basics and building them from the, from the ground up also it's a great opportunity to show them different circuits different things that might work hopefully guide them to a path they they want to, to go in some people have a, a very clear vision when when they start at the institute others sort of know they want to get into fitness but don't know where to go so also as a coach there it's trying to find that and helping guide them into, into what direction and i've been blessed almost eight years now been been seeing a lot of students come through and uh, some of them going to do some amazing things and that's that's really cool i always consider myself as everyone's big brother there so make sure everyone's good looking out for them and it's unreal to sort of see where, where they end up and some that i taught back in my very first year are still out there in the industry which is which is great and they always check in come and visit me at, at Parramatta, which is unreal that differs from invicta because you're dealing with people who now are personal trainers strength and conditioning coaches teachers they've either been doing it for, for many, many years or, or quite new to the industry, but their path is more clear. You're now sort of don't have to teach to squat or a lunge anymore. It's now particularly how do I apply that with the team or athlete or clients that I have, you know, and hopefully giving them a toolbox as to things they may not have thought they can do before, in particular at the moment with, with battle ropes. But yeah, it's awesome to, to see sort of the things they come up with and hoping to inspire them to create more exercises themselves. So that's, yeah, difference between the two. Cool. So Matt, you are the rope man. I want you to tell me what is so awesome and so different about ropes. There's a number of things that you can do with them. I sort of got into to battle ropes training a couple of years ago. I was originally writing a different, completely different course. And then I found someone had just written that course halfway through. It's like, damn it, what do I do now? And I, I, funnily enough, there was no course written for battle ropes at the time. So I knew it was a very integral part of training and particularly for athletes. A lot of boot camps were starting to use it at the time. And uh, CrossFit was just sort of coming into, you know, the, the different workouts and the wads of the day. So it just seemed that there was no course someone had to write one. So, so I did. What's so awesome about them is you can use them from all the way from beginner all the way to advanced and to your athletes. There's a, you know, you can uh, teach the basics and fundamentals. And if, if you use the work to rest ratios very well, you can get a really good workout. When you start working up to your more advanced, you can then hit the, you know, hit the foot on the accelerator and they can get an, an even better workout from that. One of the things is trying to use a circuit and how to incorporate as many people as possible with minimal ropes. I think some people think you need, you know, one set of ropes for every single person, but you can actually incorporate quite a few people with it. A lot of studies are starting to come out now in regards to sort of how many kilojoules you burn per minute. And uh, I think people find out pretty quick that it's, you know, it's really tough to use, but why is it so tough and why am I stuffed after? So that the amount of kilojoules you can burn is quite high. So I think uh, that's, that's a really cool thing. You get more bang for your buck in the time that you work out with them. And it's uh, becoming quite an integral part of a lot of different circuits, a lot of gyms. Now you're finding them at your boot camps. All your sporting teams are using them. I think there's at least a set or two in every club now, and it's sort of a staple of, of, of every kind of workout now as well. So I think they're great. If used correctly, you can get a really, really good session out of, and ensuring they have the, the correct techniques really important too. So now I'm really passionate about it. It's a lot of fun. And yeah, if everyone can use them at some stage in the workout, they'll, they'll get a lot of bang for their buck. Definitely. Great. So that'll probably lead me into my next question. Can any PT use ropes with clients? 100%. 
You can get quite an effective workout if you use your timing and bouts right just with single arm work. And uh, if you can, you can build the basics with single arm on both sides, you can always progress the double. When I've taken people through the course and we do the single arm sort of period, that a lot of them, you know, build up quite a sweat. And that's just with single arm work. So if you, you can use your timing very well. You can get that right. Anyone can use them. We've had a gentleman come through to do the course and he was in a wheelchair and um, he still smashed them out. He tried to, to move laterals and he did it very well did his single arm double arm and it was it was actually a pleasure to actually coach him it was it was unreal we've had someone who rolled her ankle the day before at netball and rocked up on crutches and didn't let it really hamper her her experience so i think you can get it's, it is pretty much for everyone you know when you consider in sports they use you know when when you've got athletes at off leg you know i think the days where it's just do everything upper body just arm crank and boxing and that's all you can really do but now battle ropes can be used there too as well so yes definitely for everyone in different modalities but if you get your bouts and timing right you can still get a really cool workout and what would you say are the i guess the dangers and contraindications for using battle ropes because of its long lever length, if you're using a 15-meter rope, which is usually the stock standard at a gym, using incorrect technique around the shoulders and having really poor stability through the trunk, that definitely can open up for, for a lot of different things. If you're using battle ropes for a very long time, you obviously you can look at wrist and, and different things as well. But shoulders, back and knees are probably the, the three three main areas. So it's a matter of, of nailing that down. There's a few studies that there's a lot of cross between battle ropes training cross-country skiing. And a lot of the studies done because the, the movements are very similar the actual muscles that actually take a lot of the load a lot of the stabilizing muscles and particularly around the knees and the trunk so if, if the incorrect technique is there from the start and they sort of give way then that can definitely lead to injury there so we're always sort of teaching nice and stable in the trunk keep those, those shoulders nice and stable but if uh, those two aren't stable that definitely leads to a lot of injury I think also it's a very positive thing that people are putting their videos up on YouTube and that's cool. A lot of them are very, very advanced. And if you're a beginner or trying the more advanced stuff without the, the proper technique, then that can definitely lead to some injuries down the track. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and, and also with that, a lot of overhead work too. So when you're doing a lot of your battle rope waves, the, the higher your, your hand's going above your head, definitely could lead to, to a lot of shoulder stuff, especially if you're doing a lot of repetitions of it, which is battle rope training. Great. So battle ropes are often classified as functional training. What functions can they improve? The first couple kind of things I'm thinking of is maybe shaking out a doona or maybe getting sand off your towel at the beach. I guess what are, what are your thoughts on that? Definitely shaking a sand off the towel at the beach is very important. A lot of the movements, especially the, the more difficult ones, and I call them the red zone, particular ones are really important for that big explosive triple extension through your ankle, knee and hip. So from a, from a sport, sport perspective, it can be really you know helpful for a lot of that drive and power for your runs, sprints, jumps, which is really, really cool. They can be incorporated for a lot of rotational power work if used correctly, so your wood chops and, and side type movements as well. Functional in terms of you can keep your body quite stable throughout and that goes for any sport really and any movement that you have to really keep relatively stable and sort of the, the, the rate that the, the waves move you know you, you have to very, be very stabilized you'll be completely thrown off so yeah a lot of explosive type movements which is there too battle ropes in terms of functionality or what it trains you can if, if used correctly is really cool for hand eye lower body coordination so if you can do that, that that's that's really really cool so whether it is a rehab perspective conditioning perspective and 
athlete-driven perspective, it's, it's great. There's an exercise we call the Nordic skier. So if skiing is your function, then that will definitely help too. A lot of uh, crossover with the muscles and, and the intervals that they use there also. You'll always see it involved in a lot of athletic programming and particularly sports with a lot of repeated bouts, you know, to, to get that sort of energy out up there, get the heart rate up. And because you're using relatively your, your whole body, it's important for that too. So yes, it's, it, it has some function, but it's also the way you use it in regards to the intensity levels, you know, your bout length and, and the particular movements that you can get more particularly with you with your balance and coordination as well. Awesome. What advice would you give to any PTs looking to start or maybe grow their business? Great. It's one that I always give. And if any of my past students listen to this, they've definitely heard this a million times before. But it's to be as unique as you can. In an industry, industry where there's a lot of personal trainers, a lot of boot camps, a lot of one on PTs, how can you be different or unique? Whether it is the, the style of training you do or what works for you, how you get results. Is it the location that you're training, indoors, outdoors, a suburb, new suburb? You know, is it the, the equipment that you use? Is that, is that unique? You know, there's a lot of boot camps and gyms that just specialize in one particular thing and that that's really important i always sort of use the analogy that if you've got if you're at a gym with 55 other personal trainers what can you bring to that gym and, and how will you stand out from the crowd and whether it's your, your rookie pt or your veteran you know you, everyone's going to have their their niche it's a matter of trying to find what that is and, and, and really build on that, I really feel. But yeah, if you, if you can invent a style of training or create a bit of equipment, that's great too. The industry is so broad. You can do so much in this industry. I think a lot of PTs just sort of have that sort of tunnel vision that I'm just going to train a one-on-one -on -one client, which is great, but there is there are so many other cool things you can do. A lot of trends with uh, small group training, which is which is unreal, and a lot of gyms and, and have done very, very well from that. Boot camps are always going to be there, but again, if, if you've got to go into the market, that it's quite populated what's going to make you different from everyone else awesome and i guess can you talk a little bit about invictor athletes i guess how that got started and and what's actually involved in your business cool so it got started actually a mentor of mine, Mark Davis, who I used to work with at the Australian Institute of Fitness. I was sort of progressing along as, as a rookie coach and I really wanted to do something else. And he sort of steered me on the path of potentially writing a, a CEC course. So I, again, as I said a bit earlier, was dry, writing for one thing and that sort of fell a bit short. So I, I started writing for this. The goal was always to, to write a course that, or courses that you can build athletes from the ground up. You know, any sort of strength conditioning coach and PT can, can use them. They were always designed to be boutique courses, so something a little bit different to the norm, bring something different to the market, and it's just a lot of fun doing it, honestly. I know everyone comes and they learn different things, but I actually have more fun than they do, not because I'm putting them through re repeat bouts of battle ropes exercises, but you get to meet so many PTs that are out there and just doing their thing, and that's unreal. It's been a really good springboard to do a lot of other things and presenting you know, here at Filex, which has been great, giving me a great opportunity to do a lot of other things with, with the, the Australian Institute of Fitness. And that's been really, really cool. It is, it's always been designed to be sort of small boutique. And uh, I've been to so many CC courses, attended so many over, over the years. So it's great to, to be able to create my own, my little spin on it, try and create as, as practical courses as I can. But, you know, that, a particular person doesn't have to take everything from the course, but they can take things that, that work really well for what they do. And that's how I got started. I just wanted to build athletes, got a passion for, for strength conditioning worked with a lot of athletes over time and that's the, the way I wanted to design the courses. So even the battle ropes course was tweaked 
Well, it took about two to three years, I think, to get it all across the line. Originally, it was just the basics, and then it just kept evolving to what I thought and to what I was really, really happy with. And that goes through the couple other courses that I'm writing at the moment. It's taken a long time. You have to obviously keep up with the trends in the market. I think it's really important too. But in saying that, I try and keep true to myself. And you know, if I thought, you know, if I've got an athlete and building from the ground up, what kind of things will be relevant to them? And that's the way I write the courses. They're always very highly practical. Usually, a bit of intro at the start, and then we kind of get into it. It's kind of like an eight to nine hour work. Out. And I feel that for, for myself personally, I learn a lot by, by actually doing it, having a bit of fun and then with the people that I'm around and every crew that I have, every course that I do, I treat them like a team. And by the end of it, there's usually a group photo because they've, they've survived <laughs> one of the courses, which is great. And there's a particular area in the course that we call it the red zone. So you survive the red zone, you can survive anything. So, so yes, yeah, so that's that. Uh, next course will be out next month, hopefully. And then we'll just kind of keep building from that and keeping the network going. Uh, so one last question. If you could take three pieces of equipment with you on holidays, what would those pieces of equipment be? That's a very good question. I'd have to say the battle ropes. They weigh a little bit heavy, so if you had to put it in your luggage, it might take up some of your room, but I think it's great. You can use them anywhere. So that, that's a really cool one. I think uh, with this day and age in terms of activation type work, I think you probably have to bring your, your band in there, your band at some stage. There is so many exercises you can you can do with them at the moment, so I think that's that's really, really cool. Wow, third one. I might go with, just because it looks cool, is parachute for running, resistance for running. I think running is an integral part of whether it's personal training, boot camps, athletic performance, anything that you can add to that and just change it up. Let's go with the parachute, trusty parachute. Yeah, that'll probably be my three. The, the, the ropes will be a bit heavy, but the others you can you can put in your, in your luggage there. So that's cool. Cool. So if listeners want to find out more about you and your work, where's the best place to look? So we kind of have a website, it's invicta.com.au. You can check out all the courses that we have, whether it's our, our ropes conditioning course or others. Find us on socials where we're getting to, to it more. So we're, we're, we're more active on, on Instagram now. So we're at Invicta Athletes and you can find us at Building Athletes on Facebook. We're extremely social media friendly. So anyone does our courses, we'll always post their photos up and we love seeing what our, you know, our conditioners after they've done the course, what they do, all the bouts they do with their clients, whoever they are, get a really good kick out of it. So that's where you can find us. Awesome. Thanks, Matt. And thanks so much for chatting with the Fitness Industry Podcast. Awesome. Thanks, Bill. Cheers, guys. For a range of online strength and conditioning courses, go to the network website and select the courses tab. Members of Australian Fitness Network make huge savings of up to 30% on courses. Go to fitnessnetwork.com.au today to grow your skill set and fitness career. And for face-to-face learning, remember that network members also save on standard rates for Filex, the fitness industry convention.